0: We're technical wizards.
1: What's that? <laughs> I said
0: we're technical wizards.
1: Oh man, that doesn't sound good. What is the? Um, huh? Try that again.
0: We're technical wizards.
1: Oh, and you said we're technical wizards. <laughs> Your mic <laughs> started to act
0: up. Uh, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how
1: to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios.
0: This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand.
1: Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios.
0: Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help
1: your life be happier. Welcome Happy Lifers to Happy Life Studios. Uh, we are here today with... Tony, the director from Camp Daniel. Tony, Hello. welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hello. This is kind of cool. You know, you re- interviewed me for our 100th podcast. And, um, you know, you asked me something I'd like to see change. And um, one of the things I said was to do this with somebody. And I can't think of a better person I'd like to do this with than you. And we've already recorded, you know, well, we recorded hours worth of podcasts. only got about eight out of there that we stuff to publish and post and everything. However, this one's different because this one, we're... 2,500 miles apart from each other, we're actually doing this um,
0: online. Yeah, it would have so, been faster for me to walk to Seattle to do this than it would have been for, <laughs> for us to try to figure out how to do this. It's the <laughs> truth, man.
1: <laughs> you know, it jinxed it all. The first time we tried it, and we've been on this thing, I can't tell you how many weeks we've been working on this. In fact, my trial period for this program is almost over. <laughs> we haven't gotten one recorded yet. It's funny. <laughs> It was when you said, "Hey, we're technical wizards." <laughs> felt like that and for a moment. On, we haven't. We it did. It only felt like that for a moment. Boy, how many times in life has that happened? Oh, man. You feel on top of the world for a moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Much like the Patriots felt like they're probably on top of the world for a moment. A moment. Yeah. Uh, it was it was an amazing game to watch, but the commercials, I thought, were phenomenal this year. Did you like the commercials? I did. There were some
0: really, really good ones. Yeah, what were
1: some <laughs> of your favorite ones?
0: Um, well, the the Vikings one, of course, was good, and the Tide one, I really, really <laughs> that liked. That was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Avocado one. It uh, was a great one. Yeah. I
1: like that one. Which The Dome one? Yeah, the Dome one, that was. Yeah. What did you think about the the Doritos Mountain Dew Fire and Ice one? with Morgan Freeman and the
0: dude from game of Thrones. Oh, that was a good one too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was hilarious. That was probably my favorite, you know, the Viking one. That was classic. I suppose it wasn't funny for Vikings fans. I wonder how Vikings fans like yeah, uh, that. You know. That was pretty fun. Uh, we did a survey actually. Um, Cause I'd like to talk about uh, one of the commercials. I'd actually like to talk about two of the commercials. Let's just try to tackle one on this podcast anyway, uh, being the, um, technical wizards we, we right. are uh but uh it was a small survey but the number one 30 percent of the happy lifers thought the vikings fan was their favorite one um 20 percent uh like the one with eli manning and odell beckham the giants one that one was pretty yeah. hilarious especially when he held him up at the end oh, yeah, i like that one a lot yeah <laughs> that
0: might have been my favorite though
1: yeah, that was pretty good yeah um and then also tied for second was the tide ad um One of our listeners actually said that uh, she thought it was Ty Dad for the longest time. I did, too, when it first came on. Did you catch that? I'm like, Ty Dad? Oh No, I didn't even. Never registered with me. (laughs) All right. And anyway, um, 10% said the robot sprint. Another 10% said Crocodile Dundee. But get this, Tony. Um, one of our one of our happy lifers said that the game is so good they didn't even watch the commercials.
0: What the heck? (laughs) What the heck? Finish
1: him! (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? Are you kidding me? I was the other way around, man. I was like, "Hey, guys, quiet! The commercials (laughs) are (laughs) on." It's the first time I watched commercials since last year's Super Bowl. To be honest,
1: I know. Thank God for DVR and for recording. Man, isn't that amazing? Uh, I hate that. I hate the shows like on demand or whatever where they make right. you watch the commercials. Well, I find myself yeah. in the car and going, "What do they just say in the radio?" and wanting to rewind it. I'm like, "Oh wait, I guess I can't." I, can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I heard a survey actually, Tony. That take a guess how many percent of people watch the Super Bowl for the commercials? Oh man, probably half. <laughs> Yeah, just a little over half 57%, oh, man. Almost 60% of people watch yeah, yeah. the commercials. Awesome. And I have to admit that was that was me this year.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, one commercial I'd like to talk about was the the Tide ad.
0: I thought that was very genius oh, the was. way they did that. It was amazing. Remember when we made a video of the commercial 2 years ago?
1: Yes, that was hilarious. That was awesome. Cuz we thought we were ahead of the ball game, remember? <laughs> we went online and said, hey, what commercial are they going to be playing? And there was a Snoop Dogg one with Gilbert Gottfried, hangry. (laughs) hangry, So then like, we're going to hack that. We're going to imitate that. We're going to do a parody of that. So, man, I got this long cornrowed blonde wig and I played the role of Gilbert Gottfried in my lime green suit and um, also played Snoop Dogg, only what do we call it, happy? Instead of hangry, you know, and then at the very end, what do we say? We had to bleep something out. (laughs) That's right.
0: He swore it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was the funniest video we ever made. And it didn't make any sense because nobody saw the commercial. I remember I was at my brother-in-law's and I had
1: my laptop out and I was ready to hit post because I was going to wait. And it was going to look so cool, I thought, because that commercial was going to come on. And as soon as (laughs) the commercial comes on, boom, I'm hitting post and it would be immediate to, you know, because people a lot of times watch Facebook while they watch Super Bowl and we were like, wow, how did he do that so fast? And, you know, and then the commercial
0: never aired. <laughs> don't believe everything you read on the Internet. That was at the <laughs> truth.
1: But this year, all the ones that I looked at aired. So whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. In fact, I thought I saw all the commercials. And then when I'm seeing some online and I'm searching stuff, I'm like, I don't remember seeing that one. I missed the Vikings one. I was so sad. I miss it on TV. people were talking, goofing around. It's hard to train people to be quiet (laughs) for the commercials. (laughs) Well, the, the thing I love about the Tide ad commercial that I'd like to bring up here in this podcast is, you know, at the very end of the first one when he said, So, does this make every Super Bowl ad a Tide ad? I think it does. Watch and see. And I think that we do the same thing when it comes to spiritual things. I think that we separate the spiritual from the secular, the Christian from the secular. I mean, we have secular music, and then we have Christian music, <laughs> and then you have your secular movies, you have your Christian movies, and it's like, ever since we've done the separation, it's kind of messed things up. Does that make any sense to you, what I'm trying to say?
0: Yeah, it's one of my pet peeves, actually. I One of the things I just loathe, the fact that we had this ability to compartmentalize our lives and God and church and work and separate everything uh, into, you know, neat little boxes. And um, that's, to me, that's the, the very basis for what religion is as opposed to relationship. I completely agree. In fact, the funny thing is, is we're having so many problems
1: with this recording over 2000 miles over the internet. That, you know, you have to create a new, a new episode. So just to be, I, I called this episode problems. <laughs> that's funny. But that's the problem. Yeah. That's a serious problem here because I, we, we no longer, we can only see God in Christian music or hear God in Christian music. We can only see God in Christian movies. We can only think about God when we go to church and that makes, Sunday morning more important than Tuesday afternoon, more important than Saturday morning or Thursday evening,
0: you know what I mean? That's a fact, and I think that's hard because God's everywhere all the time, and so how do we take God out of anything? Um, It doesn't make sense to me.
1: You know, many of us have heard Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, Right and lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path yeah you know that word acknowledge means to admit that they're there is to even give a nod like hey tony's in the room i'm going to acknowledge you right and i love reading different translations because we hear the same thing over so many times over and over again that pretty soon we just turn our brain off right that's the whole point of going to a default situation yep. is that you don't have to think about it anymore. Right. So, you know, in all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll blah, 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 blah. We heard it one time. We've heard it a thousand times. It's Been there, done that, about the t-shirt, you know. But the message translation, it says, listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. Right. And this whole concept of only certain music can be spiritual or can be Christian or can be godly is ridiculous to me because I hear God in music all the time. And I don't even listen to Christian stations because most Christian stations have become so tame and lame. And so what's the word I'm looking for? Politically correct. Right. I mean, yep. you know, and a lot of the Christian movies, you know, they're, they're they don't have the money that the secular movies do. I, I don't care. I, God's going to get his message out one way or the other. And, um, I've seen so many movies where I just get blown away because God shows me that's you. That's me. Watch what happens here no, And, you know, and I, I think that every ad is a tied ad. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, um, you know, I, th- I don't think you have Christian music or non Christian mu- music. I think you have good music or you have bad music. Yeah, I- <laughs> you have music that inspires you to do something to make your world or the people around you or yourself better, to feel better, to do better. Or you have music that causes you to make the world yeah. worse, right? Or to not do anything.
0: Well, and I think about growing up in church and the verse that was always kind of thrown in my face. You know, when, when I listened to uh, Van Halen or David Lee Roth when I was growing up in the 80s or, you know, the Beastie Boys or Run DMC, it was always, you know, that f- verse from First John that says to not love the world or things of the world was always what was thrown back at me. Um but i right. could never it never made sense to me because the, the the opposite thing that i would read in here i would read you know david in psalms talks about how i i can't escape you i can't flee from you you know wherever i go your spirit's there and so it the, the two opposite teachings left me for me personally it left me in a place that made little sense like i had to choose between one or the other and that if i listen to run DMC, then, you know, I was doomed for hell and, but there was no, and then, so then right. they tried to bring in, you know, when, uh, DC talk came around in the nineties and here, here's the alternative. Well, you know, it was good and fine, but it wasn't yeah. anywhere near as good as run DMC to me. Um, <laughs> right. so, and, and it was always that, like, you had to make a choice and I just don't, it doesn't make sense to me. That You can't escape God.
1: Yeah, he says you're in the world, but you're not of it. That whole alternative. Alternative always means if someone says, hey, we're as good as McDonald's. Well, cool. Thanks for letting me know. I'm going to go eat at McDonald's then. (laughs) You
0: know, I went to Africa, what, five, six years ago on a missions trip. And the third night we had something good to eat. We had like fried potatoes and they put a bottle of what looked like ketchup. And the missionary that was with us says, this is just like ketchup. And I smeared it all over my potatoes and I took one bite and I was like, ah this is not like ketchup at all it's red and that's the only thing that's the same <laughs> ruined all my potatoes but it was just like ketchup well it really wasn't ketchup <laughs> uh, um I remember even when
1: we had the prom you know we would have to have a prom alternative because God forbid we would go to the prom and bring the light there right. you know I remember when we, we used to burn our albums. <laughs> I remember the burning too. And I didn't have any secular albums. I was a preacher's kid. And that was a sin back then. Everything was a sin back then. I'm so old. I remember when bowling was questionable, <laughs> skating, because they played secular music there. And I'm like, oh, okay. And playing cards. And now God has changed his mind and all that. So I'm happy. It's not <laughs> right. a sin anymore. But I didn't have any secular tunes. And and a, and a girl, when I went to high school, I think she liked me. And she bought me the Beach Boys. And so I started listening to the Beach Boys. And then they went to that phase where, you know, they had to burn all the all the secular music and only keep Christian music. Right. right? (laughs) It's so silly now when I look back, I mean, I'm burning (laughs) endless summer from the Beach Boys, you know, because it's But boy, back then, man, I was bought in. In fact, I'm embarrassed as a youth pastor. You know, I I was quoting party line. I was saying what they taught me to say, whatever youth pastor know they were supposed to say. You know, you can't listen to look at all this alternative music. You know what? How about we learn how to see God in, in music, period? So I think we need to make every ad a tight ad. Uh, that won't change the world. But I think if we see God in everything in our life, I think that will change our world. And then we become people that will change others worlds. And
0: I think it's it, the danger of when you start cutting up your life like a pizza into little pieces and, and this one's acceptable and this is not. And this is what I do on Sunday. It, it gives us room to, I don't know about you, but I, if, if I have any room to justify myself or what I do or what I think, I'm always looking, you know, my spirit is always looking to take that. And, um, it makes it far easier when things are just so cut up. And I just don't see God, I, you know, I think the there's a certain order that God's made, and God is everywhere all the time, and it's we're supposed to love him with all our being, so it doesn't matter where we are, what we're doing, what we're hearing, what we're seeing, you know, God is in us, God is with us, God loves us. It's just, I think it's a dangerous road to go down.
1: Yeah. And I think we miss it so often because God is trying to show us something. He's trying to speak to us. He's trying to guide us, but we're missing it because it's not my God time. right? And, you know, I don't care if you pray and read your Bible four hours a day before you, you wake up four hours early, you wake up at three in the morning so that you get your, you're still missing it by 20 hours you know, I'm I'm trying to learn how to see God 24 seven. I even want to dream about him, man. I want to think about him. I want to hang out with him and and, and but not in the typical way of, okay, here's one hour. I better get all my time in now. We get intense and we get, you know, and I just want to play with God too. I want to hang out with God. I want to tell jokes with God. I want to include him in my, Hey God, what'd you think of that? You know, and God, Hey, look what I just did. And hey, God, when I'm playing a video game, I'll even be like, okay, God, where is that thing? You know, I mean, we do that. We You laugh at it. But when we go shopping for Christmas, okay, God, give me a parking spot. Where's a parking spot? You know, right. but um, <laughs> I just think it's that simple and it's that easy. And I think that is a key to a happy life. Yeah. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Tony, for joining us. I hope that helps. Have a happy life. And you will be
0: happy too.